you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football. We are live in New York City. It is Monday, March 20th. I'm Sarah Walsh alongside Jason McCourty from the basketball powerhouse that is Princeton. Let's go. It is Kyle Brandt. <laughs> and from the great state of Minnesota, we got Tom Pellis hey. in studio. Tom, I don't even recognize you without the suit or the... It, I don't recognize nice Tom P. Hoodie. After the week in the basement for free agency frenzy, <laughs> to come here, to dress it down, to try to breathe for a moment, have actual human contact. Nice, it's right? always We're a pleasure to you. come out here. Takes us Great right time. into this. It is time now for the lead block. Lead, lead block. Tom, a couple of wide receivers on the move over the weekend, and another big name still Great. looking for a home. What can you tell us? Adam Thielen headed to the Carolina Panthers, the mm. former Vikings wide receiver. This is a very legit deal. It's three years, $25 million. He gets $10 million this season, $14 million fully guaranteed at signing. A lot of times you're 32 years old, you hit the free agent market. It's hard to get that real money, but this shows how much Carolina, among other teams, valued Adam Thielen. You know they got the number one pick. They're going to draft a young quarterback, bringing in that veteran receiver, not on a one-year here, but on a multi-year deal to help that young quarterback grow into it. That's part of the value for Adam Thielen, who's still got plenty left in the tank. Meanwhile, Brandon Cooks on the move yet again. The annual story, this time being traded from the Houston Texans to the Dallas Cowboys. This is a pure salary dump for the Texans. It's for a 2023 uh, fifth-round pick a 2024 sixth-round pick. The Texans also eat $6 million of Cook's $18 million guaranteed salary. For the Cowboys, though, they get a guy who somehow Brandon Cooks. How old is he, Kyle? 29. 32? 29! Brandon Cooks is somehow nice, Jason. He's about 29 years old. He can still run. It gives the Cowboys something they didn't have, which is just a pure vertical speed threat. So that's why they were willing to make the move for Brandon Cooks. And it also means that, in all likelihood, the Cowboys are out on Odell Beckham Jr. He, of course, had been Jerry's fancy for quite some time here. He envisioned him with the star on his helmet. They brought him in for a visit last year. Wasn't quite ready to play. Odell's ready to go now. He worked out for teams a couple of weeks ago. There were a bunch of teams that attended that workout. The Cowboys actually wanted Odell to come in and work out just for them in Dallas. It doesn't end up going that direction. There's still going to be competition for Odell. You saw his tweet over the weekend saying, I still haven't seen the quote where it says I'm asking for $20 million a year. He's not. The number's not that high, but he's not coming on the cheap either here. So where is the best fit for Odell? We'll find out that in the weeks to come. You know what's great? You're not on delay. We don't oh, have to wait. Awesome. You know what I mean? Like, that's we usually good. see Tom in the box, and then we say, hang around, don't go anywhere, and you're not going anywhere for the next three hours. So, anytime anything happens, we're just going straight across the desk. Oh, yes. The addition of Brandon Cooks is just one several uh, recent personnel decisions by the Cowboys. They have also acquired former Defensive Player of the Year, Stephon Gilmore. They tagged running back Tony Pollard on the flip side. They released Ezekiel Elliott. They lost Noah Brown to free agency. So, guys, what do we make of the Cowboys offseason mm. 
plan of attack so far, Jason? I've enjoyed it, and I think we just hit on Brandon Cooks. We talked about Stephon Gilmore coming over, but for Dallas, I've enjoyed them keeping their guys in-house. We saw some of them, they obviously cut Ezekiel Elliott. We saw Noah Brown leaving some of those guys. But when we look at some of their notable free agents, it started with Tony Pollard, them tagging him and being able to bring him back. But look all the way at the bottom there. Tyron Smith, a restructured deal, keeping him there, keeping their offensive line intact will go a long way. Cooper Rush, a guy that stepped up for them in Dak Prescott's absence last year. And then solidifying the defense, Vander Esch and Donovan Wilson coming back for them. And I think most importantly, at the beginning of the offseason, they were able to keep Dan Quinn on the defensive side, his genius and him drawing up the schemes. And now you look at this Dallas Cowboys team who won 12 games last year, and now you're adding a few pieces, but you're keeping your guys that had that success. And I know the playoff drought and how they've been doing, not performing well, losing back-to-back years to the 49ers in the playoffs. But if you're Mike McCarthy, you're taking over the offense this year, you kept Dan Quinn, you're bringing your guys back, you've added a few pieces, this is a team where you start to feel good about them. I know every offseason we do, but for them, adding veteran pieces that can help you figure out how to win in those crucial moments, I think will go a long way for this Dallas Cowboys team. So I'm excited Mm -hmm. at the moves that they've made this offseason, as every Cowboys fan is around this time of the year. But you should be excited. You've made the right moves that you were supposed to make, and we'll see where it lands them. They won a playoff game last year. It was was great. That was a really good season for the Cowboys. Tom, do you have any information? Is the package for the Cooks included any of the future therapy he's going to need for being traded over and over? (laughs) What is Brandon Cooks' deal? Why does no one want him? Why does no one love him? You know, he's been traded four times. All he does every time is get traded, show up, be 5'10", route people up, beat people deep, be a professional, never says squat, puts up numbers, and yet nobody wants him. Let's save this clip right now, Tom, for a year from now when Brandon Cooks is traded again and you report it and we will look back on it. Are you into it? They've been trying to to trade Brandon Cooks for a year now. Always. Which is amazing because the (laughs) Texans, they initially redid his contract. They shaved off the last year because he was unhappy there. A year later, he's unhappy again, so they (laughs) extended his contract, gave him a bunch more guaranteed money, which made him untradeable. Now you finally have to do basically just a complete salary dump on the guy. He still can run. That's Brandon Cooks' primary skill. He's got speed and you cannot buy speed. Well, you can. You can give $12 million to Brandon Cooks. He's a professional, and they got one. That's exactly what he does. So is that going to work out for the Cowboys? We'll find out. Mm. He's not the typical Mike McCarthy receiver. You go back through all the years like in Green Bay. It was James Jones. It was Greg Jennings. It was these guys who had these – they were long-levered. They were bigger types of receivers, and they had really good hands. Brandon Cooks is a smaller type of a guy. Is he going to fit the way that Dallas wants to play? That might be the biggest part that wasn't on that board of the Cowboys offseason here, Mm -hmm. which is parting ways with Kellen Moore, Mm -hmm. Mike McCarthy taking over the offensive play con. This is going to not just be a different play caller. This is a different scheme. Mm. They're going back to Mike McCarthy's version of the West Coast offense here. They are going to play differently. It's not going to be this that quote that got taken completely out of context about running the football. Look at the run numbers from 2020 to 21 to 22. They ran a lot more. McCarthy was talking about 2020 when they were completely pass first and they got way out of whack. He wants to be balanced. Mm -hmm. They brought back Tony Pollard. Losing Connor McGovern was a big deal to the Bills. That was one that they wanted to keep around here. So you're still going to need probably another offensive lineman. Who knows what they're going to do with tight end. They drafted all those guys, but no Dalton Schultz right now. So you got some questions there. There's some other pieces they need to put into place. But for me, the biggest move of the entire offseason is a stylistic shift in terms of their offense. We'll see how it looks, but I would bet you that Dak Prescott's going to be really efficient with the mm, way that they're going to mm, play. Mm. I always get accused of not saying anything positive about the yeah, Cowboys. Yeah. 
And rightfully so. I like this stuff. You know what I like is I, I feel like responsible choices are being made. Mm. You know those things back in the 80s, they had those bug lamps that you'd hang on the front porch and it'd be this blue electric thing and the bugs would just fly into it and die? <laughs> yeah. They can't help themselves. The light is so beautiful, they know they're going to die. They watch 50 of their friends die and they're just like, I'm going to try it. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> They didn't fly into the bug lamp. Odell is a bug lamp for yep. the Cowboys. Mm. Ezekiel Elliott is a bug lamp for the Cowboys. Ezekiel Elliott had morphed into a short yardage running back who was paying a lot of money. They got rid of him. I'm proud of them. Odell is born to be a Jerry Jones player, the star. We did the photoshops and all that. Big time bug lamp coming off an injury. They didn't get him, and they got something such more practical and prudent and responsible in Brandon Cooks. It's like they're all growing up. I'm very proud of the Cowboys. I'm impressed. Responsible choices that are not boring. They're still bold. Pollard and Cooks are still bold. They didn't mail it in. They did the non-Cowboy thing, and maybe that'll work this year. I'm into it. It's the minivan of rosters is what you're saying here. Minivan. It's not flashy. Just get the thing with the sliding door. The kids like it. Easy in and out. Easy to clean. It's got a couple of screens in the back. Just do the right thing, because you've got all the other talent in place. They do. Between Dak Prescott, they tag Tony Pollard. You've got C.D. Lamb, who's a, a superstar. Got it. When he He's on. Mm -hmm. You've got a pretty good offensive line. And defensively, they're the best that they've ever been. You add Stephon Gilmore. Yeah, he was also flipped for a fifth-round pick. Yeah. But that was not just a dump by the Cowboys. It's just a matter of having respect for Stephon Gilmore, who at this stage is looking at the Colts and saying, mm -hmm. this is probably a rebuild type yep. of a situation mm -hmm. yep. here. I'm in this. I want my legacy want to, to be a certain way. Yeah. I want a chance to win big. Let me go someplace else. And to the credit of the Colts and Chris Ballard, they were willing to work with him yeah. on that. So, He's still mm -hmm. he's still really, really good. Mm -hmm. Is he defensive player of the year, Stephon Gilmore? Mm -hmm. We'll find out. Mm -hmm. But he's he's still an awfully good player. Mm -hmm. To Kyle's point about responsibility, I think I'm just surprised that it's not Odell. And I, I mean, too. it just it was it was the most obvious choice. And I think the reason I'm I'm more surprised is because this was happening last year. Like in the middle of the season last year, Odell was going to the Cowboys. And I feel like it was such a predominant storyline for the longest time. And then we get to the offseason, they don't pull the trigger last year and bring him there. Odell continues to work out. He shows up. He's in great shape. He does the workout. Everyone's like, okay, it's OBJ. He's back. And I just thought it was like a done deal to the Cowboys. And so I'm really surprised. And I'm not saying it was the wrong thing that it didn't happen, but it's just the very un-Cowboys-like thing to not have that deal go down the way it did. And now when you look at Odell, I mean, Tom, why didn't it happen? I mean, what was it when Jerry seemed to, to want this guy so bad months into last season and then he's sitting there this offseason? I'm just surprised that they mm -hmm. didn't do it. Kyle, Kyle's right. There's a counterbalance <laughs> to Jerry Jones in that building right now. And it's Stephen Jones, it's Will McClay, it's Mike McCarthy. Sure. Mm. If Jerry were just running this the way that Jerry did 10 years ago, right. Odell's absolutely on the team. But you have to look at the overall roster building part of it. McCarthy comes from a background of you build through the draft. You pay your own guys. You don't go out and you trade high draft picks. You don't trade first rounders for people. The fact that they gave up, they gave up two fives and a six. And they got Stephon Gilmore and Brandon. That's great. I'll take it. That's pretty good I'll value. You have to pay them, but that's cash to Jerry Jones. It's going to be fine. But you don't give up the draft capital here. I think that's the reason that it doesn't happen here, which is they're looking at the overall team, how the parts fit together, what you get the best value for. They've done a pretty good job of that, and that's why they got a good roster. Before the draft, be sure to stream all the biggest pro days on NFL Plus. On Wednesday, you can catch C.J. Stroud's pro day, followed by Bryce Young on Thursday. Will Levis is going to be on Friday. And then Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson closes us out on March 30th. It is only Sweet. on NFL Plus. So it is time now to play a game of Believe It or Not. Okay. We've got a slew of big-name quarterbacks that are going to be working out for NFL scouts this week during their school's pro day, including the Heisman Trophy winner, Bryce Young, who did not throw at the NFL Combine earlier this month. So given that, Bryce Young 
is the quarterback with the most at stake during his pro day. Guys, believe it or not. I'm going with not on this one. I know Bryce Young didn't go to the combine, so everybody will be watching. All eyes will be on him. But I look at Anthony Richardson. I look at his pro day and what he did at the combine. I mean, this guy measured in 6'4", 240 pounds, ran a 4'4", vertical of 40 inch, and then broad jump like a 10'9", or something like that. That level of athleticism, you leave the combine, every scout, every team are like, you know, we got to go back and rewatch this guy's tape. Let's see what he's showing us to see if he's the player that we're seeing here at the combine. A guy like Bryce Young, he is who he is. Yes, there's question marks on his height, but you know he can throw the ball around. You know his leadership. You know the intangibles that he possesses. To me, a guy like Anthony Richardson is that outlier of like, all right, his film, he, he splashes. He shows you some great plays with the consistency, all of those different things. So I think when you go to his pro, pro day, you want to see the accuracy. You want to see him throwing the ball to his receivers and things of that nature. So for me, he possibly has the most at stake because who knows where he can end up and how much he impresses everybody watching. Is Bryce Young want the most at stake? I believe it, and here's why. Because whenever you have a player at any position, but particularly quarterback, who doesn't fit the normal mold, yep. everybody's going to be looking for a reason not to it. draft the guy. Can we see some of the classic undersized quarterback pro days yes, from years past here? Let's this. start out. With Johnny Manziel, George H.W. Bush was at this one on a golf cart, okay? This was one of the all-time. He was wearing shoulder pads for reasons that weren't entirely clear. Probably to make himself look a little bit bigger. That helped him out. You had Baker Mayfield. You had Kyler Murray. When you see these guys up close, the reason that scouts and coaches still go to pro days is because you want to body type guys. You want to see with the quarterbacks how the ball comes out of his hand. You also just want to see what he looks like moving around. It's not just the height for Bryce Young. It's also the size. He had bulked up, was 204 pounds at the combine at 5'10 and 1 ace. He was playing last year at like a buck 86 <laughs> at Alabama. So what does he weigh? What does he look like? I wouldn't have thrown either if I were Bryce Young at the combine. You're standing next to Will Levis and they're going, that's what the quarterback's supposed to look like. But then you talk to the coaches and the scouts who have watched the tape and they say Bryce Young throws it as well as anybody. Mm. So get on the field. He's the one guy who hasn't thrown. Mm. Let's see what he looks like there. Isolated, mm. just him showcasing what he does best and potentially, despite all the measurables, could end up being the number one pick. Mm -hmm. I've watched playoff games that were less exciting than the Johnny Men's Pro Day. It was an unbelievable event. It was nonstop Drake yep. being played. The president was there. <laughs> he was wearing shorts that matched your sweatshirt, like camouflage shorts and Pat. It was so strange and such a thing, and he was such a massive deal at the time. It's a great poll, Tom. I'm, I'm also going to, I believe this completely. This monster that is the NFL draft process wants Bryce Young to miss some throws. They, they want him to come back to the path. It's more compelling when there is not a consensus number one. I look all the time at the 2018 draft, which was my favorite draft of this era, and it's Sam Darnold, it's Sam Darnold, it's Sam Darnold. Over enough time and enough doubt and enough this and that, Baker Mayfield willed himself to be the number one pick in the draft. This thing could change. It could change twice. It could change three times. This is not Trevor Lawrence. This is not Andrew Luck. If he shows up and throws perfectly, maybe he does separate. Mm -hmm. If there's a little this, like the doubter's going to be out there. Look at this. Look at the arm release. Look at blah, blah, blah. It comes back to the masses, and then we have a whodunit basically moving forward. I think it's a huge deal for him. He could put it away, or he could come back to the pack. I'm with Jason on this one in terms of it. I don't think it's it's going to make a difference for him because I don't think he's going to miss throws. I don't think he's going to do everything that he <laughs> mm -hmm. is scripted to do. I mean, it's a controlled environment. They're playing to his strengths. And then the other thing is, is when you say that they, they're going to knock his height, that he's not going to get bigger or smaller at this pro day on Friday. He's just not. You already know. It, it, it is what it is. Like, there's, there's nothing you can do. He's going to do what you think he should do in an environment that, that has been controlled for him. And when you talk about isolated, it's just him. 
Well, yeah, but when he steps out there on a football field in front of 60, 70,000 people, it's not just him. It's these other guys. It's huge defensive linemen that are coming at him that he's got to work around. I mean, it's just, to me, I just don't think that that changes. I think we're going to go into this draft not knowing the clear number one, which is awesome. It's exciting. It's drama-filled. But yeah. I don't think you're yeah. going to watch him on Pro Day and go, oh, well, now it's clear. This is the guy. And the guy won a Heisman Trophy. I just yeah. don't think there's any – he's not going to dazzle you at a Pro Day in the sense of – you're going to see what you expect to see from him. Mm -hmm. When it comes to controlled environments, though, I do remember this. It feels like a million years ago. I was in Nashville at Jay Cutler's Pro Day, and it was a nasty, windy, terrible day outside. Mm. And he was just throwing lasers, which you mm. know Jay Cutler can do. Sure. But that was an environment they couldn't control, like the weather, and it was just terrible out because he just crushed everything. Everything was on a dime in bad conditions. I remember yeah. the scouts back then were like, oh my God. And then Jay, you know, Cutler was, you know, going up the draft boards. Mm. But I remember being at that pro day, people were so mm. impressed by that. Because wasn't that Cutler like versus Vince Young? Like that was the I think I have the class right. Great draft class. I love yeah. six draft. Yeah. Right. I yeah. think if you if you ask scouts and coaches, GMs around the league, like the greatest pro days of all time, mm -hmm. Sam Bradford is going to be in there. Interesting. And Zach Wilson is going to be in there. Zach Wilson for sure. Well then so, I still remember that one. If you get dazzled solely by the pro day, you're potentially elevating that above some other things yeah. in terms of the factors here. Daniel it's Jeremiah all, all is still breathless about Zach Wilson. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I think Zach Wilson owes DJ some money. DJ was having one that day. And it was. It was impressive. Yeah. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Jimmy Garoppolo, oh, number yeah. 10, he joined NFL Total Access and was asked about facing Kansas City twice a year. It's exciting. Whenever you get to play against the best, that's what you want to do. You want to be measure yourself, uh, see where your team's at, and obviously this division's as good as it gets, so it'll be a good test for us throughout the entire year and get us ready for the playoffs. All right, so Garoppolo has already had Josh McDaniels, Raiders making the playoffs, if you want to listen to some mm. folks. Can Josh and Jimmy's Raiders really challenge the Chiefs in 2023? Mm. Kyle. No. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, what do you think? I mean, challenge like how? No. Like play a competitive <laughs> game out of, out of the two matchups or like challenge like they're challenging for the division? I, like there's <laughs> levels to this thing. I, they're not going to challenge them to win the AFC West no. by no means. No. Are they going to have a close game? I mean, yeah, it could be. It's not <laughs> the NFL right? on any close. given Sunday. Like, so it could be a close game. But I look back to Jimmy G and Josh McDaniels' connection. Jimmy G had two starts in his New England Patriots days. And that's what I'm more excited to see, what they're able to put together in Vegas? Can they kind of go back into what Jimmy's two starts? Because I think sometimes we look at his New England times and it was just like Jimmy was really good for the Patriots. It was two starts. It wasn't this long historic <laughs> career. I know. Two starts. Yes, it was two wins and he played great. I think it was four touchdowns, zero interceptions and, and hurt. all of that. And then he got hurt and that was it. And, uh, Jacoby Brissett got in the game. Then they had a game where they really didn't have a quarterback. So to me, I just want to see what they're able to put together these two as they reconnect down here in Vegas. But 
when we start talking about playoffs and challenging the Chiefs and playing against the best, it's just like, all right, let's just try to become the better version of ourselves. The Raiders weren't great last year, but now it's going to be year two under McDaniels and Dave Ziegler as the GM. Let's see what Jimmy can add to this team because Carr was a really good quarterback throughout those nine years. Was he elite and all of those things? No, but he was a good quarterback for this franchise. So let's see where Jimmy G can take him. I think we're selling the Raiders short here. And that's not to say that I'm betting against Patrick Mahomes. You saw last year. We talked about, when I was on this show a year ago, we talked about every team except the Chiefs all week. It was the big Raiders moves, the big Chargers moves, Russell Wilson. The Raiders still have Max Crosby, Chandler Jones, Pat Russell, the passer. Mm -hmm. They still have Devontae Adams. They got the league's leading rusher in Josh Jacobs back. You're going to be a year further into building that program with Josh McDaniels, which you know is it's hard to replicate the New England program any place else. Sounds great. And you bring in Jimmy Garoppolo. Because we came into the free agency period with two names at quarterback that everybody was talking about. It's Lamar Jackson, Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, they're completely different styles of players. And obviously, they're both guys who have missed some time. Lamar, particularly over the last two years. Jimmy, injuries have been the only thing that stopped him. But look at the winning percentage. Look how many games Jimmy Garoppolo's been a part of winning. And I understand wins are not a quarterback stat. That's all fine. Sure. But whatever they're asking him to do, he's done at a high level when he's been on the field. And he's got the history with Josh McDaniels, which Derek Carr didn't, knowing how Josh wants to play football. I think that it's the perfect fit. And oh, by the way, we're talking about Lamar and whether somebody should give him $50 million a year on a fully guaranteed contract and give up two first-round picks. Jimmy got half that. Jimmy's on a deal that's worth about $25 million per year, which allows you to go get Jacoby Myers, you go get Marcus Epps, you use those two first-round picks on something else. Again, I'm not saying don't go after Lamar, Jimmy's the better quarterback, but when you're talking about overall team building and roster building, getting a quarterback who has done what he's asked to do at a really high level for a long time, it makes a lot of sense for a team that already has a bunch of star power around the quarterback. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, Jimmy got half. He did. Half the quarterback. Not uh, nearly as good as Lamar, so. But he's won. Yeah. He's been a part of winning. Yeah. So you, it allows you to team build. For sure. You for commit sure. that much to one quarterback. For sure. It's harder to put the pieces around him. That's it. I'm not comparing. I'm not saying that he's a better player than Lamar. I'm just saying for what he is and for what he costs you, he has won a lot of games in the NFL. 100%. It's not the Lamar comparison. It's the Mahomes comparison. The question, can they challenge the Chiefs? I'm not getting pulled into this this year. You're talking about maybe the greatest player of all time. Yeah. So should the rest of the AFC West just fold up shop no, and go home? Try. They should try. <laughs> this is not an anti-Raiders yeah. thing. Everything the, you're saying yeah. is right. I, I, I love the Raiders. I'm not getting pulled into this last year. I slipped a disc last year trying to support the Broncos and charge. It was embarrassing. He won the MVP. He ran right over and won the Super Bowl. Raiders, Chiefs. Guys, I'm sure the Raiders will be better this year. I love McDaniels. Do you know that one loss was against it was 50 generations ago? Is with a Raiders head coach who's been disavowed, and they were beat deep by a Raiders receiver who's in prison. Like times have changed since that loss. Other than that, it's absolutely perfect. I'm not getting pulled into this this year. The Chiefs have a player of mass destruction. That's it. That's Khaleesi with the Dragons. Like you're losing. I'm sorry. <laughs> you were born in this era, but the Chiefs drafted a quarterback several years ago out of Texas Tech, and he doesn't lose to the Raiders. He doesn't lose to most players. So. God bless you, Raiders. I love Jimmy. I love Josh. love Max. Blah, 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 blah. And I hope they have a lot of wins last year. I'm not, no. Can they catch up with the Chiefs? No. 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 Sarah. When you talk about not getting sucked into things, I think it's really important, right, to learn from the past, mistakes that you've made in the sure. past. The first time I ever did this show was last summer. It was Jason's first show. Yes. And we were all hyped 
on the Denver Broncos. Yeah. And I remember sitting I remember well. in those studios <laughs> out at NFL Films, yep. and we put Not up well. the we put up the division behind us, and we were like, oh my God, this is this, this is going to be so difficult to pick apart because now Russell Wilson is, are they going to be like right up there with the Chiefs, and mm -hmm. and what are the Chargers going to do? And then look at the Raiders that we we're not discounting them. We put up the entire division, and all of us hemmed and hawed. And we didn't know what we were going to do. I learned from my mistakes. You cannot go up against Patrick Mahomes. There is no competition. And then if you and if you want to, and by the way, I don't like going against Jimmy G. Like I mean, anybody, sure. I don't. I don't want to go Great against guy. Jimmy G. Like we love Jimmy G. But he has never beaten the Chiefs. And the margin of defeat there, the average losing margin, 17 and a half points. Mm -hmm. That's not. That's not close. Mm -hmm. And that is not necessarily an indictment on Jimmy G or the Raiders. It is to your point. He's a player of mass destruction. I mean, there's just no way around it. So we can try to make it interesting. You mm -hmm. can, and when you said try, you, I mean, you you could still potentially get into the playoffs. Sure. It's just, it's just the can the Raiders challenge the Chiefs specifically? It's no. quite possibly the, the greatest player no. of all time. Patrick Mahomes right now, five years in, has accomplished more than any quarterback ever has at this Correct. stage. He might be the best player we've ever seen. It's crazy. Like that's just an objectively yeah. true yeah. fact. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what do you do? Mm -hmm. How do you challenge that? Mm -hmm. How did everybody in, what was it, the AFC Central at the height of Peyton Manning? It wasn't the AFC South yet. Right. What, what did they do? You tried to figure out ways you'd be able to slow them down. You tried to counter what they did because yeah. they had immense speed on the Build field. The team they mugged the receivers. The division every they day. mugged the receivers and it worked and then they changed the rules. Yeah. So that's what they did. And you can't do that anymore. Um, the Super Bowl was a microcosm too. These guys faced off. Jimmy versus Mahomes. And... Jimmy was a little bit limited, and Mahomes was unstoppable. Like, that was a perfect... Jimmy underthrew one pass? That was it. And, Mah game. and Mahomes wouldn't have. So, maybe we're being too hard on the Raiders, but Raiders fans, aren't you saying the same thing? Like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's tough. It's tough with the thing. I don't think Raiders thing. fans are aiming for the Chiefs right now. It's just like, let's get better, you know? Obviously, the Broncos struggled mightily last year. But if I'm a Raiders player, I mean, a Raiders fan, I'm looking at this team now. We have Jimmy. We have a quarterback that Josh McDaniels is comfortable with. All right, now let's take the next step. Maybe we don't beat the Chiefs in our division this year. Let's finish second. Let's make sure we beat the Chargers, we beat the Broncos, and we take mm -hmm. care of them and take the next step as mm -hmm. an organization. Is Jimmy an upgrade from Derek Carr? I think in this system, he's an upgrade. I don't think overall he's a better quarterback than Derek Carr. Mm -hmm. But I think understanding McDaniel's system mm -hmm. and his ways, his personality, mm -hmm. I think that may give their offense an upgrade with Jimmy G there. You know, that was one of our hot topics last week. Are they yeah. any different? I know. That I feel a, like they're the same guy. We like to do as many segments as possible with that banner back there. Yeah, I love just, it. Just the aesthetics of the set. Just absolutely. Let's just keep it. It's a great thing. Work. I want to print out that banner back there if we go to the, There we go. Where would you put it? <sighs> I just, I'm picturing this picture, like, this is me on Valentine's Day, and Jimmy's like, I bought this for you. And it's like a little negligee I'm going to wear. Like, that's, it's just absolutely beautiful. I love that picture. I love you guys. I've just been staring at the picture the whole second. I did not think you I were going to say you were going to be wearing it. Well, I'll wear it. I didn't think it was me? going there. I'll wear it for a couple minutes. That's it. Okay, so obviously, Jimmy G was one of our favorite moves last week, if only to put up the picture of Jimmy G behind us. So good. Li bigger than life-size. Tom, you've been on top of all the stories here in free agency, Jimmy G being one of them. What can you tell us now? Let's talk about a deal that got done late last night as I was about to get in bed before the oh, early no. wake-up call for yeah, the show. C.J. Gardner-Johnson. about it? The veteran safety, formerly of the Eagles, signing a one-year $8 million deal with the Detroit Lions. It includes $6.5 million guaranteed. This was negotiated and confirmed by his agent, Kevin Connor. Obviously, when you've got a young player like Johnson Gardner-Johnson, you're thinking it's going to be a long-term type of a pact. But in this one-year deal in Detroit, he reunites with Dan Campbell and Aaron Glenn. He's with them in New Orleans, and he fits into that 
dog-eat-dog type of mentality yeah, sure. that they've got into Detroit. He he fits an exact mold that they were looking for in terms of the player. He tied for the league lead in interceptions last season. It makes a lot of sense. And by the way, he just turned 25. Next year, he will just turn 26. Back out there, if he puts up another huge year, he's going to get that long-term huge money deal. Tom, how many phones do you have? Because James Palmer was here last week. He had two phones. I don't Talk about it, Tom. I have no clue. <laughs> the Palmer two phones thing. I, I believe it's just he doesn't want his business on the company phone. <laughs> I don't. I can't say what he is or is not doing. He called us the Three Stooges last week. So I'm just saying we don't know. No one's saying he's got anything bad on that phone. No one is sitting here saying James Palmer has some deep, dark secrets on that second phone. I can't awesome. tell you what's on that second phone. But no, why Why would you have more than one phone? I got well, two hands. You know what? I was, think, I was thinking this when you were going through the list of free agency news, and I'm thinking I picture you last week and Ian Rappaport, like basically in a bunker, right? And you're just, your phone's going crazy. And then I was wondering as you were talking, do you have your buddies also texting you like, hey, tell me, like there's got to be texts mm. coming in that you're like, I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. Mm. You have these high school friends that are hitting you up left and right. Like this is my team. Questions about free agency and yeah. then there'll be, you know, texts from my wife who Sarah's wonderful and does so much. And I must say that, that she's a tremendous asset to the yeah. family, handles everything. <laughs> during that week. But yes, yeah, sometimes there'll be a text about like, hey, signing up for swim lessons. I'm like, well, maybe not now, but I certainly will look at this around midnight when I'm done. Did you just call me an asset? CEO of the Pelissero family is more like it, Tom. Asset. Like it's a wide receiver three. Jeez, she runs the whole thing. What more do you want me to say? I just not get it right. Tom's got some text to answer in this break. It's all our fault. Before the draft, be sure to stream all the biggest pro days on NFL Plus. On Wednesday, you can catch CJ Stroud or Coleridge. Right? Is that what we figured out earlier? Coleridge's Pro Day, followed by Bryce Young on Thursday. Will Levis on Friday. We've got Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson closing us out on March 30th. It is only on NFL+. Still to come on GMFB, Tom's got to apologize to his wife, and the frenzy has just begun. Which player (laughs) will have the biggest impact on their new team? We're going to give you our picks later on. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. The Bears have been making major moves this offseason, including signing former Panthers running back Deontay Foreman to a one-year deal. Take a listen about what Foreman had to say since joining Chicago. I can't really speak for the coaches and, you know, the plan that they have. I came here to try to, you know, be the guy. If I didn't come in here with that mentality, then I would be doing myself a disservice. I think I would be doing a team a disservice. All due respect, humble confidence. I'm not trying to make it seem like anything other than, you know, exactly just what it is. That's just me uh, being confident in myself and feeling like that I could come in and, and be the guy and also, you know, be a guy that people count on and I could help us win. You know, I didn't I didn't come here to, I guess you would say, take a back seat to anybody. 
I like it. Deontay believes that he can be the man in Chicago. So we ask you guys, which player do you believe can be the man on their new hmm. team? Jason. I'm going to go with a guy we just talked about last segment on a blockbuster trade coming from Vegas to the New York Giants, and that's Darren Waller. I think he has to be the man for this Giants football team. We talked about it a year ago for Daniel Jones. It was just like, all right, he's not throwing the many targets out there, and he's still finding a way to get it done. Darren Waller comes over, and he has the potential to be his number one target at that tight end role of being able to stretch the field, catch and run passes. And I think for Waller, you look at his career, the last two years, he's dealt with a ton of injuries. And if he can get back to where he was before that back-to-back 1,000-yard seasons, had 30 catches of 20-plus yards in 2019 and 2020, that's the guy that they need him to be. I also think he's going to be motivated coming over here from the Raiders. Tom P. talked about it last evening. They were trying to trade him a year ago, and they finally got him out of the building. This is a guy that, when he's motivated, he's one of the fastest and biggest tight ends in the game. And if he can get back to where he was before, watch out. I think he's a huge, huge weapon for the New York Giants. I'm going to go with Jesse Bates, Mm. the former Bengals safety, signed by the Falcons to a four-year, more than $64 million deal. This was the plan for Arthur Smith and Terry Fondo. They spent a couple of years clearing all that cap space, getting things right in terms of their resources. They wanted to pump those resources into the defense. Well, when you pay a safety that type of money, you are expecting him to be the man, not just on the field, and certainly Bates is a really good player, but it's off the field, and it's the locker room, and it's the leadership. Ryan Nielsen's the new defensive coordinator there. There's obviously going to be a growth process that goes into that. They need veteran players to get that thing up to speed quickly. Bates is absolutely in position to be the man in Atlanta. Bates is an awesome player. Yeah. I love him. I, I'm going to bring this home. I'm going to go to Chicago. DJ Moore. Chicago Bears wide receiver one. That is kind of a loaded title and an infamous title, just like quarterback one. DJ Moore is always this guy we would look at in Carolina who's playing with this, I don't know, carousel of quarterbacks and some teams that aren't that good. And you're like, wow, he's really good. He's that guy when you do the fantasy draft who, like, all the super big names are gone. And you're like, I went running back early. Now I'll get DJ Moore. Now you're going really high profile, man. You are not in sleepy little Carolina with such and such a quarterback. You are in a massive market in a pivotal year. With a, and your job is to make come in and make Justin Fields great. It's a lot of pressure on him. I don't think he's been in this situation before. I love his game. I love him as a person. But you were brought in to come and put 1,400 yards on the field. I'm many. DJ Moore at this point is 26 years old and already has more career receiving yards than the all-time Chicago Bears leader. I'm not joking. It's Johnny Morris. He has 5,000 yards receiving. DJ Moore is 26, and he has more than that. That's the Bears' all-time leader. More than Galt, more than Peyton, more than Marty Booker, Alshon Jeffrey, you name it. You are representing something, like the future, the the expectations, the yardage. Got to deliver. You cannot show up this year and, yeah, I put up 800 yards and three touchdowns. No, 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 no. They need wide receiver one stuff in 2023. That's big numbers. It's a lot. You mentioned carousel quarterbacks yeah. in Carolina, and when you have a carousel of quarterbacks and you don't know who your quarterback's going to be, and the Panthers still don't really know because they got that number one overall pick in this upcoming draft. So what are you going to do when you have that instability? You're going to run the football. So how about Miles Sanders having sure. to be the man? And I know that right now Carolina is not the sexy team to talk about outside of the draft and that division is down right now but Miles Sanders coming off a year where he ran for more than 1,200 yards, 11 touchdowns and now the Panthers ship out Christian McCaffrey, Deontay Foreman who just left Carolina to go to Chicago. I mean this guy is going to get the workload and he should get the workload and he's coming off a career. Certainly this is, team is not going to be set up like the Eagles was, right? I mean he's coming off a hugely successful season in Philadelphia, but I believe Frank Reich's going to write that ship down there. They're going to figure out who their quarterback is real soon. 
coming up here and whether that guy can start right away, whether they have to wait and, and Andy Dalton starting. Uh, Miles Sanders is going to get the workload there. So when you talk about a situation mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. where there is a need that by default this guy has to be the man, like that's Carolina to me and Miles Sanders. Yeah, and that's what you love about free agency because you sign these guys with that expectation of all of them to be the man. But you never know, new city, new Some culture, <laughs> how it's going to happen. So I love, I love to see these guys and how it's all yeah. going to transpire. And Bears fans are openly rooting against the Carolina Panthers big time all season because their draft pick will be mm -hmm. your draft pick. You do not want Miles Sanders to work out, but hopefully it does. Yeah. Coming up, still no official deal in place to bring Aaron Rodgers to New York. What should the Jets be willing to give up for him? Mm. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.